0: It's DTS 159, and the beta has been extended. Just a few days, but we go over our feedback from the PvE and PvP experience. All that and more, coming up. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show, the Destiny news podcast to keep you the Guardian ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. Diddy, how was your time with the beta this last Ooh. week? How, how much time did you have? Uh, a few hours. Uh, I actually
1: started a new job on Monday, so I didn't get to play as much beta as I would have liked because I had to learn some things. Well, you new were streaming things. a lot. You streamed quite a bit I, of I your streamed, time with I the beta. I streamed a few days, yeah. So um, just a few hours or so, I... I after we record here, I'm going to play some more Titan because I have the least amount of time played on that one, but I played Arcstrider uh, and Voidwalker. Those were my my go-tos, and mm-hmm. Arkstrider is great. You know, I think I am in the severe minority when I say I actually really like the Twirl <laughs> Reload ability.
0: Um, you are in the minority. I do not agree. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's. I think it's, I don't know, whatever. Uh, we'll move on. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Voidwalker I think is fantastic. I think Voidwalker is super good right now. The fact Blank. that you can detonate the uh, the fact that you can detonate the Nova bomb early by shooting it
0: yourself is it's cool. just blows my mind. It's cool. I like that the Hunters did have some button combos with them, but dude, I got time with every subclass. I put in probably 9ish hours, I would say, and almost all of that is in PVP doing control. Hands down, I think the best subclass was the dawn blade hands down dude <laughs> that thing was so stinking fun i think healing rift i don't like it being in the game but i think it's one of the most powerful abilities that there is you want to reset that stupidly long uh health regen timer oh just step into my rift you want to get a little bit of an over just hang out in my rift a little bit longer man <laughs> let me let me rub you back while we're here oh is that an enemy don't worry They'll have trouble shooting through that shield, buddy. (laughs) So today's show, we're going to talk about the controversy that was going down this last week because the front page of Reddit was exploding with what the heck, Bungie. Why on earth are the ability the ability respawn timers so stinking long? Did you just damage PvE for the sake of PvP? We'll talk about that, Bungie's response to it, in the weekly update skill-based matchmaking in the Destiny 2 beta for both quick play and competitive. And we'll also be doing our impressions. That's really the backbone of today's show is Diddy and I's first experiences with the beta talking about our time, the things we liked, and the things we didn't like. So why don't we hop into the news. news. DT, the beta has been extended, has it not? It has.
1: So, if you're watching this early or listening to this early on in the week, the beta has been extended to roughly uh, 6 p.m. EST on July 25th. So P- Pacific time. 6 p.m. Pacific, Pacific time. time. Yeah. Yes, thank Slippy you. That'd be 9 p.m. EST. Yep, there you go. So, roughly that time. So, you get a few Whee! extra days with the beta, get those extra control matches in, or. Uh, what is it called, the countdown, of course, mm-hmm. or, you know, put strike a couple more times. Restart those characters, do another subclass, and just have some fun with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, now, all the footage from today's show is gonna probably be, or the most of it, gonna be the farm, Diddy, because I got in there for the last 25 minutes. <laughs> and I just wanna say a few things about the farm real quick. It's bigger, it seems bigger, maybe it's not bigger than the original tower, but it felt, felt like a spacious environment. I loved the extended player count. It really fell, and you probably can tell from the footage, for those of you guys watching on YouTube, I had a completely full social space in the farm. And for the majority of it, we all went over and played soccer. And there's like 13 or 14 guardians all crowding (laughs) around this ball. It's lagging itself complete. I mean, it's just insanity. Have you ever seen like kindergartners or like six- and seven-year-old soccer games where it's just a little circle that follows the ball as they smash each other's shins? that's what it oh was dude and the ball like two people hit the ball at the same time and it was just a, a coin flip where it was gonna go and uh it was a really good time i i don't know why I, the only reason i think they made the farm like that one hour thing by the way i was still in the farm at like 12.05 i had to leave to go get some lunch but i can why <laughs> just an hour date are they doing it just specifically saying what happens when we flood everybody into one singular space will our servers handle it I yeah, basically, yeah.
1: The, the reason for this one is not to test the graphics or how the vendors work or anything. It's it's a networking and server load balance uh, standpoint because if you think about it, it it's capped, right? The, the instance, right? You said ten it's- more, 20, 10 more than the original social space. 10 yeah. more than the original yeah. social space, yeah. exactly. So each server, so you have like server one through 100,000, right? Each having yeah, yeah. that group of people, right? They want to see how well that load balancer works- and how, how the connection is handled there okay. uh, and how, how the servers can handle everyone lo- logging in at the same time. Basically, pretend it's launch day, right? Obviously, yeah. Sunday yeah. afternoon is not the peak time that people are playing Destiny, but it's actually a pretty good test. Uh, it gives you a good good test group um, to uh, focus group. That's what that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good focus to, you know, really understand what's happening network and server side, so that's why they did this one.
0: I see. I see indeed. Well, I'm happy it's being extended because I had a lot of fun with it this last week. Controversy time. A lot of major news outlets were reporting that the Destiny community hates Destiny 2. I actually saw this <laughs> ditty on The No, which is Rooster Teeth's um news program and i know those guys love bungee games red versus blue in the background you know so when i'm seeing this press i'm like what how could this be if you go to the front page of the destiny of the game subreddit throughout this last week you will have seen a lot of unanimous feedback saying ability timers feel really long so long that in pve it really never feels like my grenades up my grenade doesn't feel that strong my super i rarely ever get and it doesn't feel that strong in pve Bungie, did you just inherently damage PVE with your emphasis on a more competitive PVP sandbox? Now, I'm framing the argument. This is not necessarily my opinion. I'm just trying to tell you guys the context of what's going on because Thursday, this week at Bungie releases, and we hear from beta design lead Rob Engel about sort of this, addressing it face-on. And I quote, The PVE game tuning has changed pretty significantly since the beta build was just deployed, end quote real quick. The beta build is two months old. They did want to reinforce with us that it's an older build that we were trying today. Um, And they had a lot of the same feedback that we did. And I'll resume the quote. For example, we too felt that ammo, especially power ammo, was too scarce in PVE. In addition to retuning the drop rates, we built a system that guarantees power ammo drops for you and your fire team from certain enemies, giving power weapons a more reliable and predictable role in your arsenal. Other areas where we've made significant tuning changes include grenade effectiveness in PvE, boss vitality, and weapon damage against NPCs." End quote. Now Diddy, this is actually an interesting uh, little quote here because it addresses the power ammo. It addresses the sponginess of the bosses, our weapon damage, but did you notice something absent from this quote? Yeah, the ability
1: cooldowns, not specifically mentioned. The only ability thing they mentioned was, uh, you know, giving the grenades a little bit more damage in PvE, making them a little bit more
0: effective
1: against uh, non-PVP or Guardian-controlled combatants.
0: Yeah. That was... It it really stood out to me in in Rings, like, can you guys not tune PvE timers (laughs) separate of PvP timers? Because if you can't uh why that's something that could be extremely helpful and provide for you that more competitive pvp sandbox where you maybe do want the grenade only coming up every 45 or 50 seconds we know that they have the ability diddy to implement like a daybreak style mod- modifier that can increase your ability cooldown timers or make them less i guess so maybe they can do that on the back end i don't know it's just i think it's a valid concern don't you think like when you're you were playing throughout this week On the PvE side of things, it did feel like those abilities were fairly scarce. Yeah, you know me. I I love throwing
1: grenades every now and then. But, you know, I don't want to... I just want to say, like, yeah, I understand. It it might be a valid concern, but also we've only seen a very small fraction of the game. So maybe there are those gear perks or modifiers for the weapons Mm -hmm. or modifiers for the robes on your Warlock or the boots on your Hunter or whatever that give you those types of ability cooldowns quicker right? You have Grenadier on Mm -hmm. in Destiny 1 right now kills with this weapon decrease the cooldown of your grenade by 10% every time you get a kill and in PvE I I run Grenadier on my IS Luna all the time because I just have a grenade all the time plus also we're used to having like max intellect discipline and strength builds yeah, so obviously. So okay, for for context, right? Someone did the math uh, on the internet and they said the ability cooldown timers are actually slower than tier 0 in Destiny 1. That could be maybe they want to slow those abilities down, right? But also, if you had if you ran tier 5 intellect and discipline all the time in Destiny 1 since Rise of Iron, I mean, that's that significantly drops your ability cooldown. So I think if we think of it in the context of endgame, we were not at endgame in the beta. Uh, So I think there is room to grow there. I think I'm still going to hold out hope that there are those abilities or modifiers that we can actually implement into our gear sets to increase and improve upon those cooldowns. I don't think that it's going to be quite as good as it was, but uh, I think that'll help at least.
0: Okay, good point. Yeah. I don't know if, like, I guess it's hard because... This clearly was more of a tech test style beta than it was, hey, we'd love to hear what you think about the sandbox because this is an older build. I do hope that um, when the full release gets here and we get that full arsenal, we have exotics, we understand the gear and the perks in the game. I, I do hope that we get to experience more of those abilities in PvE because it's not just a looter shooter. Destiny has the element of your classes and the abilities that make it something really special. Anyway, that was sort of the situation. You had the hate and the upsetness from the community on Reddit. I'm not saying the entire community was upset about it, but there was enough to where it was trending on some of the bigger news sites. And then the TWAB address saying, hey, we agreed with most of what you were saying, and here's what we're doing to fix it. We'll just have to wait and see what their decisions are regarding abilities. They're probably playing those cards close to their vest at this point, Diddy, because the PvP yeah. feedback about it was um, <laughs> constant. <laughs> Speaking of PvP, skill based matchmaking was an effect for both quick play and competitive, so regardless if you're playing controller countdown, you were getting matched against players your similar skill level. And I quote here from Lars Bakken, the senior Crucible lead designer for Destiny 2. Destiny 2 Crucible matchmaking places a greater emphasis on connection quality, but make no mistake, skill is still a big component in finding worthy opponents for you to fight. End quote. No spoilers there. Diddy, on my seventh PvP match, I uh, (laughs) solo queued into a game against a team of three that had uh, Primal... I Frostbolt bolt and envisions on it and it was one of the hardest games I have ever played dude we won by a single point and only because the dude on my team was just he helped he helped big time man. it was it's a lot of fun so what to say here nothing I don't want to open the skill based matchmaking can of worms again that's an entire show of its own you know I mean, side note,
1: and this is just an addition to what you said there. He, they also say in the TWAB that quick play skill is tracked separately from competitive skill, yep. so mm-hmm. it, they're going to be separated at least. It it, it was good. misleading, right? They they, uh, or I guess misinterpreted. Actually, no, say. I agree.
0: I agree. It was. I felt a little bit like, hey, I thought.
1: Uh, I thought connection was going to be the priority. Like that was the the consensus, right, of the, mm-hmm. of the community or the understanding of the community that connection based matchmaking would be the priority. It's the semantics of the phrasing, they're like Yeah. No, no. no, yeah. no. It's a uh, it's really it's, important. It's really important. But skill is still It's more really important. important too. You know, what
0: <laughs> who can say which one matters more? I mean, that's not for me to say.
1: <laughs> and I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll swap it to the quick play, you know, maybe eventually down the line they can swap it to be con- connection based priority. Over skill-based in the quick play, and just keep competitive separately. Maybe that might be a possibility. It might be a card on the table. It may not be something that they're pursuing at the moment. But if we provide enough feedback, constructive, and not uh... angrily, <laughs> I think that they can.
0: uh... Oh gosh, there's stuff on my chair that Diddy, could you so stop getting so angry about I'm this? just gosh, I'm just you're so destroying your gross. house.
1: Connection-based, <laughs> skill-based. Oh, just gets me so roiled
0: up. I think it needs to be there at some level. It felt pretty tight, <laughs> to be honest with you. I played almost 40 games of PvP, and uh, they were hard matches. I was playing, like, it, it felt exactly like picking up, you know, Destiny 1 right now. I'm playing some tough players, and I I like that. I like that they're not super easy, but at the same time, too, my favorite distinction ever was Halo 3, social, and ranked. Yes. And when I play with my friends, I hear a quick play. I go, oh, man, let's go do this. But a lot of times it's like bringing in different varying skill levels of friends. Some are having a good time. And others are like, "Uh, this is awful. <laughs> anyway, that is this week at Bungie. Beta has been extended. Diddy, let's talk about our impressions of the beta in the remaining 15 minutes. I want to start with the campaign mission, then we'll go into the strike Ooh. and talk about PvP last. So homecoming. Campaign mission, man. It was sweet. I got to say, out of everything in the beta, this is the one that I walk away from feeling the most comfortable about this part of the game. What about you?
1: It it feels like there's a story there like it yeah. it it grabbed me right it was mm-hmm. the hook that destiny 2 story needed to bring in myself as a destiny fan don't know how it you know was received by people who are brand new to destiny but yeah. it was very clear that oh no the planet is in crisis oh no my allies are missing oh no there's a bad guy and he just defeated me yeah so like it's you remember like a year ago we were talking about the story, what it needed mm-hmm. and we said that I don't care about the last city. Why yep. am I protecting these people? Yep. This story mission is like, oh yeah, I care now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are I my guns in that locker. Here. Exactly, and Shax is there with his raised lighter that we grinded for him and he's just like, here, you can use my stuff that I never showed you in the first game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think the length of the mission and the sort of difficulty of it was the sweet spot. This is like that perfect length of time for the mission. I don't know how – when I played it legit – by the way, I got all, you know, all three characters, but on the like third or fourth time I was doing the campaign, yeah, I had to do it a fourth time because I got 75% through with the Titan, and I'm like, I want to go play PvP. And so I pressed the go to orbit <laughs> button. No, don't do that because you have to do the whole campaign mission again before you can go do PvP. So, yeah. The first time yeah. I did it when I wasn't trying to just rush through it, I think it was like 15 or 20 minutes. That felt really nice, especially coming off of Rise of Iron where some of those missions are like scan the point you're done. Oh, okay, that's I I think you're yeah. getting it.
1: <laughs> there is uh there are a few story missions in some of the later expansions that you literally don't have to kill a single enemy. You just go to, from point A to point B and finish it. Yeah,
0: hopefully they're not like that in Destiny 2. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so because like this Yes, you had some, a few like, sub-bosses that we got to go through, and yeah, you can melt them pretty quick. It is more of a corridor shooter style of, of game than the Halo 3 sandbox. The way I could sort of think about it, like Halo 3, remember the mission when you first have to beat Scarab? You've got a bunch of marines on the Mongees yes. who all are AI-driven, and you're basically given a big playpen. Here's a bunch of weapons, here's some AI, and they're all going to sort of react differently every single time you play it. And it's just a big square that you get to go play in. Destiny 2 is more along the lines of sort of a Call of Duty corridor-esque shooter, which isn't bad because they've made it much more um, cinematic. Visually, I was like, whoa, I know some people, this looks just like Destiny 1. I'm on a (laughs) PS4 Pro and I'm telling you, the rain effects, the volumetric lighting effects, in fact, you should just go check out Digital Foundry's channel, they talk a lot about this. It does look nicer. I think it's very, like, clear instantly in the campaign missions when you actually see the rain blowing in the wind and the, and the rain is reflecting that light in real time. It is pretty. This is a pretty-looking game. Does it look similar to Destiny 1? Of course. Is it the same engine? Yeah, it's a modified engine. But I, I thought visually great. And the jump puzzle, did he? The honeycomb jump puzzle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Clamber, in effect, you know, helping us through that jump puzzle. But
1: <laughs> still, it was, it was there. It was really nice. Yeah.
0: So I'm not not worried about the campaign after this. I think they're on the right track. Will it be generic, maybe, but I'm ready to explore more locations and have characters and all that jazz. So, and I
1: think to be fair, on your corridor shooter point, yeah. Halo did have those moments. They do too. And yeah. Destiny Two also has those moments. Of they course, do. we didn't see it in the story mission very much, but in the strike specifically, right? When before you go to the drill site and you're crossing that plane with all the yeah that's true that was a big open space it was a big open space with lots of enemies there Mm -hmm. and it does have that nice yeah mixture of things Uh, of course didn't see in the story mission but doesn't mean there aren't going to be story missions like that so but i i fully agree i think the story is set up so well right now because destiny one it was like traveler protected us from the darkness but it's coming back Dude, tell me you didn't get the feels when Gaul pushes you over. Don't look
0: at me, worm. My favorite ghost
1: tumbles. My favorite Gaul line is let me reacquaint you with death or whatever. It was just like chills down my spine. I'm like, I heard that in the trailer, but it was like, oh my god. Yeah. I was just destroying your army and now you just kick me off the edge because you defeated me. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It was real.
0: I think they succeeded there. Let's transition to the strike, the inverted spire. I played four times uh inverted spire and positives first i thought the length and the difficulty is sweet spot for the strike it felt longer than a lot of the strikes in destiny one maybe on sort of the longer end side of things like an omni esque thing the encounters were fun varied like you said different size sight lines the visual components were cool The digger puzzle the first time was really cool, but then unfortunately, you realize that you can sort of just run on a singular path. I wish you could, (laughs) I wish it was designed to where you had to jump up and down um, instead of just sort of beelining it on that one goat trail. And the final fight was really cool with the floor disappearing and him slamming the ground. I felt like there was enough things going on for a strike to make it good for public matchmaking. For me, though, I want to see some more of those raid light mechanics, kind of like Echo Chamber, you know, where you need to pick this up. Or some of the Age of Triumph strikes, like the reworked um, Nexus strike. You know what I'm saying? That has the cleanse.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just some other type of mechanic. Whenever I hear Raid mechanic, I immediately think Golgoroth fight because that takes so much coordination to do it correctly, or I guess the six bubble strat. Yeah. Something like that inside of a strike just just the one mechanic inside of a strike would make it really, really awesome because if you kind of think about it, right, story missions prepare you for strikes and strikes can prepare you for the raids, so if there are raid-like mechanics in the strikes, it just feels more like a natural progression in the endgame, and Mm -hmm. it would give you more things to do, more things to worry about, more things to just have fun with in the strike, and I'm going to agree with you, I think the strike was very good. It was not as linear as, well, I guess it, it's linear, okay, but uh, not as, I'm going to say boring, but I didn't think any of the strikes in Destiny 1 were boring, but not as boring as like the original vanilla Nexus Strike. Yeah. Because Nexus Strike is beginning room, next room into a corridor, boss fight. It's yeah. A little bit longer than that, a little bit more complex, but you know it's not as boring this time around so but to me it just felt like a destiny strike um, it yeah it's think strike it
0: 1.3 not strike 2.0 you know yeah 1.3
1: that's it uh, yep i think that's a good one right there
0: yep which it's a hard line to balance because if they make <laughs> them too hard hey we're not trying nightfall difficulty yet but if they make them too hard they're not gonna be very fun to queue with randoms but Maybe the difficulty is not what we're getting at here. We're not really asking for more difficult encounters. We're sort of asking for more complicated or creative things to do. Creative. I, I think creative is the right word there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I, the PvE side of things for me, I'm really happy with. I think Bungie will knock that one out of the park. The longevity, I have no idea because we don't know how much content, but PvE, at least in Destiny 1, anytime we've rated, I've always left going... That was awesome. That was really, really awesome. So I'm not worried about it that much with Destiny 2. It's just, I hope for a 2.0 experience across the board, and there's tons of strikes that we're going to see and experience that Luke Smith and Mark knows are like, we are not showing you this because you're going to have your mind blown. Uh, Diddy, there were some hidden sectors, um, some pikes that you could get after, and some, like, secret little cubbies hidden away. So, of course, it wasn't a, a bungee beta without Easter eggs, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was surprised. I found some fallen on uh, Nessus during the strike, so I was like, oh what could they be the, the strike there? is vex and Cabal, but there's, there's these fallen over here. Hmm. Ooh, let me kill this vandal over here real quick. Wasn't Randall the vandal? Didn't show up. I was expecting him, but uh, man, it was, was quite good. I'm never good cool enough to hang out race. with Randall
0: ever. I just don't meet <laughs> his criteria. Last Here's but not a side least, note. oh, before fire. we move on, yes, <laughs> on the PVE side of
1: things, yeah. I think the Warlock Exotic submachine gun that you got in the story mission. Yeah. I think that's really one of the most fun PvE weapons I've Mm -hmm. ever used in Destiny because once you get that perk, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, it's like the once you get the it was basically the Zolo perk. So if the bullet's chained lightning, it activates the exotic perk, and while that perk is active, you just basically have unlimited ammo for Mm -hmm. that duration, and you don't have to reload. And it's just like, I was just holding down the trigger for like 25, 30 seconds before I had to reload again once that perk was active. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is absolutely ridiculous because I actually got really lucky that time because I activated the perk and then right as it was about to go end, I kind of activated it again. So it just like picked back up again. But it it was ridiculous. It was still a submachine gun, so it wasn't very effective at range, but it was just like... I'm just holding down the trigger and shooting millions of bullets. It was fantastic.
0: Yep. So we have about five minutes to talk about PVP and I did an entire video on it on my channel Diddy, so I'm gonna go through this super duper quick. I'll summarize by saying, there's some things I really like and some things I don't really like. I love the power ammo system. I have zero complaints about this. I think it's a fantastic change. I love how shotguns are now relegated to that slot. The fusion rifle felt so stinking fusion good. Fusion ridiculous, man. I love and it. If you're aware, you know when the heavy's getting pulled. If you're an aware cognizant yeah. player, like you know when it's happening. You know when to be prepared and stay the heck out of the middle. Uh, There's a heavy emphasis on positioning. That's probably Endless Vale's fault because um, really small map with only two main sight lines to approaching the B hill. Um I want free for all, diddy. That's the number one thing I can think of coming out of this is Destiny Two needs free for all. With how positioning heavy Destiny Two at least the control match was on Endless Veil. I don't want to solo queue it all the time. And when I solo queue I want some free for all opportunities i think it's a huge missed thing if they don't release with rumble or something like it i want to see a freelance playlist in the game at all times that way when i solo queue into you know control or whatever i don't have to be matching teams of three and four throughout the whole week i was matching teams of three or four i don't mind that i don't i had fun but i would prefer one of those freelance style playlists where you can it's like pickup groups you know you you understand the dynamic that You're going to have to work differently with your teammates, but there's no groups of three and four that are going to be coordinating team movements against you. The spawn flipped way the heck too much on Endless Veil, and that's a small map, I understand, but what a freaking chore having to run between A and C over and over again. Like, that wasn't really fun to me, and if you crossed into the, like, the 55-yard line, flipped, it's changing, (laughs) and it's just a minute of the gameplay lost. So um, I do think that they really could bring a ranked playlist into this more than ever. You know, we have skill-based matchmaking in both aspects, both uh, fairly heavily weighted. My ideal world is still quick play, has less SBMM, and competitive is heavily, heavily um, SBMM-related. I don't think healing rift should be there, to be honest with you, at least in PvP, seems very powerful. Probably the best circle ability, I think, um, for all the subclasses that we got to try. The flinch values feel really high on the weapons. Um, and I want to see connection bars in PvP and the roster while flying in. I kind of like to know when I'm matching uh, you know, a solo team or a team of four because that does kind of dynamically affect that. Uh, last few things, Diddy, then your turn. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> teleporting still does exist. I got shot through some walls. I was on a really awesome connection this week. It is still peer-to-peer. It does feel slightly better to me. Um, I'm tr- I traded less. I traded far less with players that felt like for me um, when, it, when it came to situations where I clearly won the fight but don't expect this to resolve all of the networking problems because it's still very much a peer-to-peer system regardless of it being hybrid. And then I felt like the weapon time to kill felt a little bit long for everything and also our recovery, health recovery time felt really long, even though it's only a half second longer than like uh, I think Destiny 1 Hunter max recovery. So all that said, I think it took a lot of steps in the right direction and I had fun, but I don't think it's the sweet spot. That's the only thing I can say. There are some things that just feel off about it to me and I'll end my argument there. Diddy, your turn. I mean,
1: I'm going to agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, I, I agree with FFA, right? Oh, abilities. I,
0: Talk about abilities too. Sorry. I totally oh, Sure,
1: that. yeah, absolutely. Uh, I play a lot of solo queue because I play at very strange hours like before work and like... Yeah. it's just it's just a strange hour for for north american players and i would love a freelance playlist you know going in solo being matched with seven other solo players not having that you know preemptive advantage with your crew right i love that i love that idea let's do freelance please because there's a lot of solo players out there that uh, don't want to be matched to get that against that party of four um healing rift I think is that is really great but I agree with you it does need to be a little bit tweaked <laughs> uh, because if you're trying to take B right you just drop healing rift and your entire team has healing and over and it's ridiculous um, but then again you can make the argument of well that's what the dawn of light or ward of dawn oh my gosh ward of dawn is but that's a super so um, I think I think we're never going to get good connections, right? I, you can yeah. never solve connection yeah. issues 100%. You can't do On it. On peer-to-peer. On
0: peer-to-peer, you can mitigate it better with dedicated.
1: You you can. But, you know, even if we went the dedicated route, there are still going to be, be those matches where it's, it's going to have issues, right? It's, it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I only had one player out of my entire time with the beta teleport, and it was once in the match. And I, was, okay. I was shooting him, and he, like, teleported back behind the corner, and I'm like, that was really strange, and it never happened again. I never saw it happen okay. again, so I was I was quite fortunate, I guess I should say. But then again, I also do play on a very good connection. Um, I really love the emphasis on gunfights, right? I, you know, you know me coming from Halo. I absolutely love gun skill, and I think it hits the nail on the head. I think there's like very valid concerns and uh, complaints or you know, discussions being brought up about the fact that team shooting is super important right now and I think that could be brought down just a little bit I would like to as a solo player have a chance when I'm up 1v2 just even if it was you know you have to be perfect that didn't seem to happen very often in the beta because it was like Yeah. yeah I'm dead because two people are there and my teammates are you know capping C when we already have it so and then ability timers okay yes I would have loved to use my Super more. That's that's all I'm going to say. I would have loved to use my Super more because, you know, yes, I am used to running Tier 5 Intellect with that Super up all the time in Destiny 1, but getting it only once a match is not great because you don't feel like a Guardian, right? You just feel like, oh, here's a little piece of candy on your vegan diet. and It's ridiculous. It's like, come on, guys. I need... (laughs) I want to shoot some Nova Bombs more than once a match, so I think that could be uh, brought up just a tad.
0: It reminds me of how they tried to fix special ammo. They took it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so why dial these guns back when we can just make it harder for you to get the ammo? This is the hard part, because, yes, I think ability timers are way too long, okay? But the hard part of me is, like, this PTSD thinking about late Destiny 1 in which ability spam rules all. I want to know... Like where the sweet spot is because if we start going yeah I want to use my abilities more often great but we don't want to see a bungee go back into late d1 pvp balance in which people just sprint at one another trying to fling your sticky nades and double melee away it's just there's something off in which in tight spaces the time to kill on the primaries is high enough And players don't have nades up enough to where there's not a whole lot of punishment for when people get in close. So it gets awkward. I saw a lot of people having triple melee fights, which is hilarious. It's like they're playing patty cake. They're like, who's going (laughs) to win? Yeah, when I first had that
1: triple melee fight, I was like, oh, two melees, I'm going to get this kill. Because I got the first one. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. okay, I'm going to win after two. And then after the second melee, he didn't die. I was like, oh, I guess it's three and then I got the kill but it was uh just that slight moment of confusion. I will say yeah. this about health regen coming back. I thought it was really slow at first, but then I got like the extra set of robes and I realized, "Oh, I can just change the perks to emphasize the health regen coming back." Yeah. And then it was actually all right. It was it was pretty decent. So I think it's uh, 9 seconds when it's maxed. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah okay that's not bad but then again i was playing with really low regen regen <laughs> rates so it was like it was just slightly worse than decent in destiny one but i thought it was really good comparatively so
0: you know best class worst class and then we'll wrap the show up
1: i want to say best class ward because it was just too damn fun for me i absolutely love the shattering Nova bomb and the the Slova bomb because I love calling it that now after I read it a couple weeks ago. Love it. it it's so great. Um, worst class, ah, oh man, I'm going to have to say the, <laughs> the gunslinger because it was, it felt more underwhelming than I thought it would be to be honest as a hunter as a hunter man, I'm saying that I thought gunslinger was not so great. Arcstrider I thought was actually pretty decent. You know, uh, i of course love the class ability so i can't really uh don't have a voice here apparently because everyone absolutely hates it
0: (laughs) i think don blade is the best i think the worst is pole dancer dude i seriously think hunters are the (sighs) weakest in this build by a country mile i think gunslinger has the potential to be the best super in the game because it's the only insta kill no travel time super only no travel time super Uh, But I I actually I think the hunter kit is probably the weakest in PvP, and I think warlocks have a pretty nice kit. Titans have just awesome options all around. I people who learned how to use Ward of Dawn in control, you win. You want the point for like (laughs) however long your bubbles up, because virtually nobody has the abilities to take them down anymore. So there's yeah, super's not up often
1: enough for you to take down that Ward of
0: Dawn. (laughs) Yeah, I'll close with this fun beta week I had enjoyed myself I had a lot of fun I said that twice there but whatever look we don't know the like equipment and the gear and the builds and all the stuff that's going to be in the final release that doesn't invalidate the feedback that we give Bungie now so we're aware of the fact that we don't know what the end game is going to look like what all the gear and opportunities will grant us but I had a good time Diddy and this was fun talking about it and I look forward to hearing what our audience members have to say if they want to share that feedback with us where can they do so
1: yeah I mean we can talk about it at Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS D-I-T-T-Y, DTS <laughs> on whether or not you think that uh, all this criticism that we've given Bungie is uh, validating their concerns or if it's just going against a brick wall. Also YouTube.com slash Wooshness W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S I've got two really good high quality high effort Destiny <laughs> 2 beta videos <laughs> on the channel uh, I think you'll
0: really like it. It's about
1: 24 minutes but it's well worth it I think well worth it
0: no memes at all in that <laughs> discord.me slash destiny the show to join us over a thousand members strong and talk about or make fun of our criticisms we love that too you can find all the links from today and more at destiny the you can follow us on twitter at destiny the show to be updated when the latest stuff goes live you can follow me at bbk dragoon on both youtube and twitter thanks for listening guardians have a good week and enjoy your last day or two with the beta see you next time Thank